0: you are listening to rockstar fitness radio taking your fitness mindset and feminine energy to the next level in this podcast we look at how the four pillars of fitness meaning your physical mental emotional and spiritual fitness has an impact on your empowered femininity most importantly we use an all science no bs approach to help you to become fit Fine and feminine in the process, with the four pillars of fitness as your driving factor behind all change. I am your host, IFBB Pro, Life Coach, and Body Transformation Specialist, Roxy Beckles. Hello, hello there, and welcome to today's podcast. Oh my gosh, it has been a while since I released a new episode, and. You know, let's be honest here. I have dropped the ball so badly. How about we get to a point where I'm doing a podcast episode, not opening by saying, oh, it's been a while since I did another podcast. Jesus. Okay. (laughs) From here forward, we need to have some kind of consistency. And I'm really excited to kind of like kick off our new page with today's episode. Now, before we lead into that, I've got to say that there have been so many changes here on my end of life and the direction of my business, my channel, as far as YouTube is concerned, my social media platforms, my podcasts and everything like, you know, for so long, I had been focused on the bodybuilding aspect of fitness. And, um, you know, we started to shift focus into getting more about lifestyle and fitness as a general lifestyle and and things that appeal more to the general public and not such a niche situation or niche group. And it's allowed me to explore myself in such an incredible way as a fitness professional and now as someone who goes and focuses on femininity and feminine energy and how all of that really plays into a woman's empowered womanhood as I like to say it. And it's opened up this world of just life coaching and lifestyle coaching and just impacting the lives of the women that come to me to help them to be better, to be stronger, to be thinner, to be just more evolved versions of themselves. And it's been scary. It's been really scary stepping out there and I've taken a lot of heat for stepping out and talking about things that are controversial like the obesity epidemic in the black community or topics that touch on femininity and and how a woman can express herself in more traditional feminine ways. I've gotten a lot of flack, I've gotten a lot of pushback, but you know that does not stop your girl, because when I live by something, when I am passionate about something, when I know that what I have to say will change someone's life for the better, you cannot stop me. It's like a, it's like a, I start overflowing with energy, right? So we're kicking off this podcast today with a new direction and going into some things I've talked about in the past, but with a new audience, new ears, and, you know, a new focus it's time to kind of like, I don't know, fine tune the message, chisel it down to precision and to really put things out there that can be applied to the everyday woman who listens to the sound of my voice, who follows along with my message. And today I want to bring you into a conversation I actually recently had on Clubhouse and um you're not going to hear the whole conversation because I like to protect the anonymity of the people that may be listening in on my clubhouses. So I, I went down and I recorded just the beginning introduction about what I call the five laws of fat loss in order for you to lead a fad-free fitness life. So Why don't you go ahead? We're gonna not waste too much time. I wanna go ahead and jump into this conversation today. And, you know, I'm the type of person where I really believe that success leaves clues. Success always leaves clues. And the things that I have to share with you in today's discussion are all things that are truly. What the successful people, when it comes to their fitness lifestyle, getting the results they want, seeing their bodies change, this is the stuff that they do that gets the results and keeps it for a lifetime. So I want you to listen closely and see what you can apply to your own life today. Now, before we get into that, I want to invite you over to my email list if you really love to hear my voice, you really love my message and you want to make sure that you don't miss any content that I put out, whether it's on my blog or if it's on my uh, my uh, clubhouse or if it's on YouTube, the central place to get all of that stuff is on my email list. Come to rockstarfitness, that's R-O-X, like my name, Roxy, R-O-X-S-T-A-R, fitness.com slash email list, okay? All one word, rockstarfitness.com slash email list, Go ahead and get signed up there so that way you don't miss anything that I put out and that you stay really informed on the content that I have that can really truly inspire and change you. Now with that, let's go ahead and jump into our conversation about the five laws of fat loss in Clubhouse. So let's go ahead and get started. So I want to backtrack just a little bit before we get into my five laws of fat loss. That's what I like to call them, the five laws of fat loss. And kind of go back over some of the themes that we talked about in yesterday's discussion, if you hadn't been able to join us. We looked at what I call the four pillars of fitness, and that is your physical fitness, which encompasses everything that you would do in your workouts, your diet, your nutrition, your body, your health, and all all of that stuff, the physical aspects of your life. We have your mental fitness. We look at your mindset and the habits, the behaviors, and the patterns that are in place that may be holding you back and how you can change those things to be successful when it comes to your goals. We talked about also the the, uh, emotional fitness aspect of your fitness journey, and that is being able to control your emotions to a great degree or to understand who you are at such a deep level that you can connect to others with your full vulnerability, but also protecting yourself in the process and being able to express yourself in intelligent ways. And, then we also talked about the spiritual aspect of fitness, which is all about the credos by which you live, the things that rule your life, whether you are religious or not, and you know how that impacts everything. And when you bring those four pillars into place, you really start to hone your full fitness lifestyle, and you really get to see how all of this has to do with your feminine energy and your femininity journey, what I call your empowered womanhood. So today we want to go ahead and take a look a little bit deeper into the physical fitness aspect of things. And I'm going to sprinkle in a little bit of the other four pillars into this because they always seep into everything that I do. And today's discussion I feel is so important for women because, you know, the fitness industry is a multi-billion dollar industry that gets rich off of your naivete. It wants you to remain completely like ignorant to what you need to do to truly see your body change for good, because otherwise someone's not getting rich, right? So it will trickle down little bits of information, little bits of facts for you to kind of grasp what you need to do, but not give you everything. And also, we also have like that instant gratification, which is so big in our culture today, and uh, now you're also facing the fads and the gimmicks and all of the products and all of the things that go under that. And for me, as a fitness professional, as a life coach, as a person who lives and dies by this way of life, as a true lifestyle, what I want to do is be able to empower you, set your mind free, and to give it to you straight, no chaser. We don't do fads over here. We do no fluff, no gimmicks, no BS, all science, no BS. And so the more I can break down the uh, more complex aspects of fitness and what gets results, And break it down into a way that you can understand in bite-sized pieces, the better. Now you have the tools to move forward in your life and get the job done the way that you know you can. So today we're going to take a look at how you can create a fad-free fitness life and essentially how you can apply what I call the five laws to fitness and weight loss to your personal journey. So let's go ahead and start off with the first law, okay? So law number one. This is my favorite thing, I okay, I created this. If I hear anybody say this, you know that it came out of my mouth, <laughs> okay? This is my little adage that I'm putting out here for you to apply to your life today. You must eat to be lean. Eat to be strong. Eat to have the body of your dreams. Food is your greatest ally. It is not your worst enemy. Now, why is that important? Well, in today's fitness world and in the diet world, let's call it the diet industry. That's another part that falls under fitness that generates a lot of money because everybody is looking to lose weight, right? And we are taught to restrict We are taught to take things away. We are taught to deprive ourselves and starve ourselves in order to get to that next level in our weight loss journey. But let me tell you something. The body is way smarter than you can ever be. The body is way smarter than any fat, any diet, or anything like that. You are living within this species, this body, this this biological machine that has been cultivated for millions of years. And all it cares about is your survival, your survival on this planet. And when you go through trying to lose weight with the, with the thought process of starving yourself down, depriving yourself, cutting out every piece of pleasure and everything, everything under the sun, you're only eating like five foods and none of them taste good. Your body has a really great way to fight against that. Those cravings that you get, yeah, that's a biological aspect in a biological process of dieting. The excessive hunger, right? All of these things, your body starts to downregulate hormones in your, in, within itself to say, hey, she's starving and we're going to die. So we're going to make her want to eat that chocolate. We're going to make her want to eat that, you know, that bag of Doritos or hot Cheetos or whatever it is that people eat nowadays. You know, I don't really eat that kind of stuff. So I'm making it up as I go along. But you know what I mean, right? Those cravings. Your body is making you want to eat more. It's outsmarting you. So how do you undo that? How you like kind of unwire that? Well, you've got to approach your nutrition in a way where you think about eating yourself leaner, eating yourself smaller. So what do I mean? When I say that, I mean, yes, you have to be in a caloric deficit in order to see your body change. That is just the, the obvious. That's stating science, right? However, you should keep enough calories In the mix for yourself, so that way you can still be in a deficit, but you're not so low that you're like starving yourself to death. What you need to understand, though, is that hunger is a part of the dieting process. There's no way you can get around it. And anyone who tells that you can diet without hunger, they're they're blowing smoke up your rear end. What you need to do is to realize there's a difference between being famished. I'm being hungry because you are on a slight caloric deficit to push weight loss along. Big difference, right? One, you can eat the planet around you and there's no, there's no filling your, your endless belly of hunger. And the other one is just, oh yeah, in between meals, I can feel my stomach rumbling. It's time to eat again. Learning your body's cues, so important in the process. Learning how to lose weight by not cutting every single thing out. Moderation is key, and I know you're tired of hearing this, but it is true. When I'm working with clients and I'm setting them up on nutrition plans, I'm creating diets and all that stuff, I allow them to swap foods out of their plan. If you don't want to eat chicken today, that's fine, honey. You can go off, eat some salmon, eat some beef, eat some turkey, whatever you want. As long as calorically it still matches what we're trying to aim for with your numbers, it's totally fine. And once a week or so, we put in an actual cheat meal. Go ahead and enjoy whatever you want. Don't count the calories. Make it one meal. That's it. Shut it down afterwards. Move on with your life. Make it the last meal of the day. And then the next day, boom, you're back on your plan again. You know, it's so much easier to see progress and to diet when you come from the aspect of thinking about eating to be lean, eating to be strong, eating to have that body of your dream and knowing that food is your greatest ally in this. It is not your worst enemy. So let's look at law number two. And some of you are going to be rock'em, sock'em out of your seat right now, but I'm going to say it. Law number two, cardio alone will leave you skinny fat. Resistance training is crucial to to building a truly toned, fit, and feminine athletic physique. Now, there are so many women out there that are afraid to weight train. I know you don't want to get bulky. Oh my God, Roxy, I don't want to see my arms get bulky. I don't want to see my legs get bulky, Roxy. I don't want to look like a man, Roxy. I don't want to look like a man. I'm going to start looking like a man if I start lifting them weights. Girl, let me tell you something. You know that curvy body that you like? You know that athletic physique that you like? You know that tone butt? those toned thighs, that flat stomach, the nicely toned arms and back and all that stuff that you like, that you probably want, it's going to take you stepping outside of your comfort zone and actually lifting a little weights. Yeah, it is. And it's such a crucial part of the fat loss process. I mean, cardio has its place. Let's not downplay it. Cardio has its place and it's really great for number one, training your cardiovascular system. It's about really pushing your heart and your lungs to be able to have a greater capacity. And when you can do that, you actually help to increase your metabolism. So it feeds into there. It also, of course, helps you to burn more calories as well rather than not doing it, right? But even the United States government, when they talk about their guidelines for exercise, they say that you need to do at least two days of resistance training per week. For just maintenance, that's just for average, right? And we're trying to produce weight loss, you've got to go a little bit further, a little bit more. Now, one thing I want you to think about the reason why you're not going to get super bulky is because, darling, if you are not on a stack of fantastic steroids and you are not some freak of nature that has the most perfect genetics that have ever been put on a woman on this planet since we have been alive, then you're not, you have nothing to worry about. Particularly if your nutrition is falling into place and you're keeping with that caloric deficit, particularly if you're pushing yourself in a way to keep fat loss chugging along. What's gonna happen for so many of you, and you've got to be careful when you add weight training to the mix or any kind of resistance training to your fat loss mix, you're not gonna see the scale move a lot because what's gonna happen is called recompositioning. So at the same time that you're building just a little bit of muscle, you are burning fat at the same time, and that that gain of muscle and that loss of fat, that net weight on the scale, sometimes it's going to look like nothing. I recently have a client of mine who's been working with me and she's lost just a total of about five pounds, five pounds on the scale in like the last like three months. Okay. And that, if you heard that somebody say like, yeah, I lost five pounds in three months, you would say your trainer or your coach is a failure. Like, why are you paying this person to lose five pounds in three months, right? But when you see this woman's body and all of the inches she has lost, all of the definition that has popped out from her becoming leaner and seeing those muscles that lie underneath, how her clothes have gotten smaller, things that she could not wear for years are now fitting her and getting bigger by the day. Those are the changes that matter. And so you really want to make sure that in this process of you trying to change your body, you trying to lose weight, that you realize that being a cardio bunny is not the answer. The answer is to get up in that weight room, to go ahead and train your body with some free weights, with cables, with like resistance bands. If you're working out at home using body weight and all of that stuff, in addition to the cardio and the nutrition, to see your body truly take off. Now, let's go ahead and look at law number three. Law number three is you aren't building anything in the gym. You are tearing tissue down. Muscle and tonality is created while at rest. Boom. That's a mind-blowing moment for some of you that never thought of that. But let me break it down as to why. So your body will oscillate between two different states you can either be in a catabolic state where you are tearing tissue down, the body is just like breaking things down and all that stuff. Or you can be in an anabolic state where your body is actually repairing and building tissue. And when you're in the gym and you're training yourself, or whenever you're working out, period, you don't even have to be in the gym. When you're working out and all that stuff, you are in a catabolic state, right? Tearing that muscle, tearing up those fibers. And then when you stop, when you get out of the gym, or you get out of your workout and you have those rest days and you're giving your body a chance to recover, that is when it's really building up new tissue. So many folks, when they start off on a weight loss plan, they're really gung-ho. They want to go seven, eight, nine, ten times a week. And I know that sounds impossible, but you know what they're doing? They're pulling like double sessions, going twice a day, whatever, because they think that That more is better. But sometimes, my audience here, sometimes more is just more. It's not inherently better. And with exercise, even though it seems like the more you do, the better it is. No, it's not. Because what happens after a while is that you set yourself up for burnout and overtraining. You start taxing your central nervous system you start taxing your adrenal system. So now you're setting yourself up for adrenal fatigue. If you're not careful, you're going to be raising those cortisol levels, which increases stress. And if you're already stressed out in your life, honey, you don't need any more stress than you can handle. But exercise is a stressor on the body. So if you keep working out without resting, without taking a day off, or even I like to do, if you are someone who likes to show up at the gym and work out, like you're you're one of those folks, I'm going to tell you to stop doing seven days a week and maybe just do five. Three days on, one day off, two days on, one day off. That one day off could even just be like, some if you need to be active, do some kind of yoga, do some kind of restorative work, some kind of stretching, recovery things to help you to get your body better. I can almost guarantee you, and I don't like that word. I use that very sparingly in this industry because everybody's always guaranteeing you something. But I'm going to tell you, because this is rooted in science and evidence. If you step outside of the gym, you give your body some some time to rest and recover, you're gonna see even better gains and even better weight loss because your body will not lose weight when you're in a state of stress, all right? So that's law number three. Let's look at law number four. Above all else, consistency, dedication, and accountability are the three traits for your success. Your habits, behaviors, and patterns will determine whether you reach your goals or not. You know, it's interesting because for so many folks, it's not only just about showing up to the gym. For some of you, that's easy. It's like, okay, when you're motivated, yeah, you can go. And it's not so much about the dieting either. I mean, if you had a plan, you can follow it. But now we start to look at the mental aspects of this. Now, I told you earlier today and in our discussion yesterday about the four pillars of fitness and how important they all are and how you need to work all of the muscles of the four pillars in order to be truly successful at your goals. What are the four pillars? Physical fitness, mental fitness, emotional fitness, and spiritual fitness. This law directly correlates to your mental fitness. So so many of you, your biggest problem is just showing up for yourself. Your biggest problem is that you continue to get in your own way. Your biggest problem is that you doubt yourself. Your biggest problem is that as soon as something goes down that throws you off of plans, you have the case of what I call the effets. And that's the fudgets, let's just say. I don't like to cuss. The effets. And you're like, ah, oh, F this. I'm done. Fudge it. I'm done. I I I can't do this. I ate a pretzel today. I ate a cookie. And now I'm just going to go off my plan and just eat pizza and everything else and whatever else you, you can come to mind that isn't on your plan. Just screw it, right? Or the case of the I'll do it on Mondays, right? Oh, oh my God. I messed up. I'll do it on Monday. i pick up again. And it's only Wednesday. So yeah. So many of you shoot yourself in the foot because of your old habits, your old patterns, your old behaviors, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to get over that. You've got to reprogram your brain. You've got to learn how to fall down. You know, Eric Thomas, he's a really great motivational speaker, and he has this one phrase that I love. And he says to fall on your back, because when you fall on your back, you can look up. And if you can look up, you can get up. That is so powerful. And it applies to your fitness lifestyle because, honey, I'm gonna tell you something it's not gonna be a perfect road. You might have a plan in place, you might have the perfect coach or trainer by your side, but you are going to fall. And that is when those people are there for you to put that hand up and say, All right get up, grab my hand, look in my eyes, and let's get up. If you're working on your own, you got to look up at the sky and say, damn it, I I messed up, but I'm going to get up. Now let's look back and see what happened. What did I do? What pattern did I fall back into? What can I do to make sure I have a solution for this the next time it happens? And if every time you look at mistakes, mishaps, and stuff like that, if you look at it in that kind of lens, That is when you'll be able to conquer what you want to do for life. You'll be able to get over yourself, get out of your own way, and keep your motivation on, your focus on. That's what separates the people who are able to lose weight and keep it off between those who cannot. Those who can do this for a lifestyle. Those people that you look at that you might say, wow, they look great for their age, or man, they've got a rocking body. How do I do that? I get people ask me that all the time. How do you, you know, Roxy, how do I get my 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 so so-and-so like this? How do I how do I look like you? And then I start to tell them the things they have to do, but they blank over. Oh, that's too hard. Oh, well, you don't want it enough. You gotta be able to change your habits, your behaviors, your mindset, and the patterns that have kept you stuck. And when you notice those things, you gotta come up with the solutions to move forward. And if you can do that, I promise you. This road to your fitness is gonna be that much easier. All right, law number five, our final, our final law. You must shift your mindset around one that focuses on positive reinforcement and clearly defined goals. Let me repeat that again. You must shift your mindset around one that focuses on positive reinforcement and clearly defined goals. So what do we mean by that? Well, the one thing I've learned in my 20 plus years as a fitness professional, and even further, my entire life as someone who has been active since the time I was kicking out of the womb, I only know how to move. It started for me in ballet. I became a professional dancer, from there i got into fitness and then i was able to you know coach and train men and women from around the globe from professional athletes themselves elite level runners a few well-known named celebrities, and also people who are in the bodybuilding and fitness world. Then I became a top-level bodybuilder as an IFBB pro who competed at the Olympia. If there's anything that I can tell you about what allowed me and all of those clients that I've worked with to have the greatest amount of success, it has been goal-setting. It has been goal setting, specific goal setting, knowing where it is that you are going every minute and second of the day when it comes to your fitness and being so focused on that success, being so focused on building that proper roadmap to get you there that you have no other like outcome but getting what you want we we create roadmaps and all that stuff in, in all aspects of our lives, right? You think about your education or your careers or the things that you're doing outside of your fitness goals. You've probably saw exactly the, the the path that you needed to take to get there and you mapped it out and you made it happen. Why is it so difficult for you to do this in this aspect of your life? And so goal setting and knowing exactly what you want and why. Why is it important? Why must you never fail at this again? Can you answer that question? Because if you can't get down to the heart of why, and I'm not talking about that fluffer-nutter stuff. I'm not talking about, "Oh, I want to fit into my jeans again. I want to go ahead and just lose 10 pounds off my off my butt. I want to just lose, you know, 5 inches off my waist." Why? You know what the why really is? The why for so many of you is because when you look in the mirror, you don't like what you see. That every year that goes by and every pound that you gain on that scale and every dimple on your thigh, every new sag under your armpit, every new inch of muffin top that sits on top of those pants when you close them, every pair of pants that you cannot close, you feel like you're failing yourself. You know that you're not eating the way that you need to eat. You know you're not working out. You know this doesn't feel good. And you know it might be having an impact on your personal life. How about we talk about that? Do you know how many women have come to me that have said, you know, my my spouse isn't as attracted to me because I've gained weight? And a lot of people want to put a negative light on that. Like, oh, you should accept you as you are and this, that, the other. But sexual attraction is a real thing. And for so many women, being attractive to their mate is important. And you cannot downplay that. You have no right to downplay that for any woman who feels that's important for her. Why? Because I have women coming to me saying this is what they they think about in the back of their minds that they don't talk to anyone about because they feel ridiculed about it. But it's important. And they want to do it to be able to feel good to be able to to not want to hide their bodies in front of their significant others. You know what that's like? It's a powerful thing to be able to own yourself, to be proud of yourself. And that goes into the other aspect of this law that I just mentioned before, is that you need to also include positive reinforcement. You see, the thing about change is this. You can't expect Positive results when you are always in a negative mindset. You can't hate yourself thinner. You can't hate yourself leaner. You can only accept and love yourself to your better self. You can only say, you know what? I'm not happy here, and I'm really, I'm really taking the accountability. I'm taking the responsibility. I'm taking the onus of the fact that I've let myself get here, and I'm going to do everything in my power to move forward. You have to embrace where you are in the present, even as you look towards the future of who you are to become. That is part of law number five. And if you can master that, I promise you, and this one I will say on my life, that you will get the outcomes that you want because it's higher than just the, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to just fit into my jeans. You got to that deeper gut-wrenching reason and you're connected to it you know, I keep saying this time and again that fitness isn't rocket science. Fitness is science. It's not rocket science. And I had to learn the science of this stuff myself. I had to go and learn this stuff. I had to pay to learn it. I had to like go out there and I had to figure out how the human body works. I had to stay like creative and stay inquisitive and just learn all of this stuff. I paid a pretty penny through certifications, education, all that stuff, but I'm here to impart that knowledge of what I've learned to you in a in a in a way that you can understand, in a way that you can really truly accept and apply to your life. Well, that is it. I really hope that this conversation inspired you once again, this was a discussion I had on my clubhouse. And you know, clubhouse is such a great platform. I'm really enjoying it. Right now, my rooms are a little bit small, but so, that's okay. We're going to grow. And the more you guys know about it, the more it will grow. I usually like to go on there at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time during different points in the day. So you can come on by. You'll see the alerts for when I'm going to be going live on that platform. You'll be able to join in. Join in on the conversation. Come and talk to me. Let me hear your voice. Share your thoughts and let me know how any of this stuff is having a positive impact on your life. And if you're already on Clubhouse, just look me up. Look me up under Roxy, R-O-X-I-E, Beckles, B-E-C-K-L-E-S. And also, I have a club on there called Fit, Fine, and Feminine. Make sure you join that club so you can look up Fit, Fine, and Feminine. And I think the, fine, the and is an ampersand, okay, the ampersand sign. Go ahead, find that club, follow along so that way you do not miss any of the broadcasts that I have going on live there. If you want help, if you know you're ready to reach the next level when it comes to your fitness goals, I absolutely want to talk to you right now my schedule is open where I am taking private coaching calls I call them my fit fine and feminine supernova coaching calls and basically you know a super the supernova is the brightest event in space. it is the brightest event in space where a star goes through an explosion. And it's the bright light that comes from that explosion that shows the star transforming into a new level. And I want to help you to move through whatever mind taffy that's going on with you, whatever's getting you stuck in your fitness goals, whatever's getting you stuck in your femininity and your like empowered womanhood and moving past places that like you're getting stuck mentally and all that stuff. I want to help you to move past that and give you some solutions on how you can do better, how you can really start implementing these things in your life. I want to go ahead and coach you through that. So if you come by my website, you can be able to set up either 30-minute or 60-minute coaching call, a supernova coaching call. And we'll talk about what's holding you back right now, what's keeping you up at night. What are the things that you need to do to get to that next level? I'm going to give you some solutions, and along the way, I might even point you in direction To some affirmations that I might have, some journal prompts for you to work on on your own to be able to do the stuff that we talk about to put into motion. Because what's the point of having a call but not having an action plan? So we're gonna put that action plan together for you. Even if that means sitting down and talking about ways to change up your nutrition, how to get your training program going, how to get yourself motivated and, and getting moving, that's all going to be a part of our conversation if you go ahead and just reach out to me. So come to rockstarfitness.com. That's R-O-X-S-T-A-R fitness.com slash work with Roxy. And remember that's Roxy with an I-E, not a Y at the end. So it's rockstarfitness.com slash work with Roxy. Roxy ends in an I-E. So come on over and set up an appointment. And if you're interested in month-to-month coaching, once you have your your supernova session, we can talk about that and see if that's an option for you to go ahead and continue working with me. The next way that you can go ahead and get help is by joining my Patreon community. Come on over to patreon.com slash rockstarfitness. That's R-O-X-S-T-A-R fitness. Patreon.com slash rockstarfitness. There you'll be able to sign up get access to all kinds of amazing content like special videos where I talk about training, nutrition, mindset, and more, journal prompts, meditations, affirmations, workouts, printable, downloadable workouts that you can take to the gym and really start to jam out and change your body from head to toe. And also video workouts as well for those of you who might be training at home. So many amazing masterclasses and more to help you to really take control of your fitness life, your femininity journey, journey, and all of that stuff on your own terms and at your own pace. And finally, you can come by my online store at rockstarfitness.com shop, and you'll be able to go ahead and get ebooks, my special fitness development courses, nutrition courses, and more. So all of the ways that you can go ahead and get the help that you need are right here. Just go ahead and reach out, and I will really look forward to helping you to reach that next level in your life. Thank you so much for joining Be sure that if you are listening to this on any of the myriad of platforms that I am on, whether that is Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, iTunes, or Spotify, or even Google Play, stop for a moment, make sure that you give this podcast a five-star rating, and even more if you can leave a review, I would really greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much, and I will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.